Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tonya Brockett. Greetings, everyone. Tanya here, and this week I want to continue our list of tips that'll be found in my upcoming book, Top 10 Tips for Nonfiction Authors. Last week, we covered tip six, which is to pay a designer. Absolutely important for quality work. This week's tip is number seven, and it is to market before you launch. What I mean by that is that you have got to plan a marketing strategy for your book well before your book is complete. Don't wait until your book is done to start figuring out how you're going to get it out to the world. You want to start that marketing strategy, that process, months and months in advance. And, you know, at least in the editing phase of your book, if not before. For example, while you're editing your book, while your book is being edited, it could, well, you could have your cover designed, for example, just the front cover. We're not talking about the whole thing at this point. So if you were to do the front cover, then you could start using that cover to market your book. You can put it on your podcast or your speaker one sheet. You could put it on a pre-order page for your website that you're creating for the book to drum up interest and anticipation for your book's launch. And that same cover could be used for pre-order ads on retail and social media sites. It can be used to create marketing materials that you can distribute in your live event speaking engagements and so forth. So there is so much that you can be doing before your book is even edited, laid out, and printed that you can use to start marketing your book. So I want you to consider your book marketing strategy, much like you would if you were launching a business. You wouldn't wait until you get into business before you start doing the planning for how you're going to make things run, right? Or what you're going to use or what equipment you're going to have or how you're going to hire people or, you know, how you're going to let the world know about that. Same goes for your book. You want to plan ahead for how all of these things are going to transpire. So planning ahead is an important tool for developing the marketing strategy for your book. So some people ask me oftentimes, how far in advance do I really need to start planning? And unfortunately, a lot of people are coming to me after the fact, right? They're coming to me when their book is written and now they need it edited. Or they're coming to me and it's been edited and now they need it laid out and designed. Or something like that. My advice, quite frankly, is to start your marketing as soon as you decide to write the book. (laughs) Literally. I mean... Quite frankly, some authors will use the announcement of their book concept, concept, to start interviewing and gaining feedback uh, to what to even include in their book. 
So you can learn from the interaction with audiences, for example, and the questions that they ask and the pain points that they bring out as to what to actually incorporate in your book in the first place. Other authors like Tim Ferriss uh, and his that first book he did, The 4-Hour Workweek, they work hard on really making a captivating title and generate buzz for the book before it comes out. And all of that goes into, okay, so now what do we put behind those pages, behind that cover? What is going to be in that when the book comes out? So now we are building anticipation before we've even finished writing that book. Still others, they'll explore their topic of their book, for example, through articles or writing blog posts before they even complete their book. And then they use their audience engagement and the feedback from those articles and blog posts to inform their writing. Marketing before you start. Some people will also start on media tours when they've only had, uh, only pulled together the outline with their ghostwriter. And so the ghost is now working on writing the book. They're out there starting to drum up business, drum up excitement, drum up interest in the book topic based on the outline that they've agreed upon. So they don't know what all the content is yet. They just know what the book is designed to do and for whom so that they can make sure that they're talking about a book that's actually going to come to fruition. But it doesn't mean that it can't change, by the way, before it gets to the end. And one of the things that deciding that you're going to write a book will do is it allows you to add a line on your signature line of your emails. You will then be able to say, author of the upcoming book blank, whatever that book title is. And mind you, that book title can change by the time your book is actually published. I had one author who, you know, we created mock covers and used a, a different title than what her publisher ended up calling it at the end. So even though all of her marketing was based on the original title she had made up, and her uh, promotional stuff in the beginning and so forth and so on was based on that, it, it, it made the excitement and interest and in everything about her upcoming book. But by the time the publisher was ready to produce that book and they worked with their sales team and so forth and so on, they changed the title of the book, changed the cover of the book entirely. But she was just easily able to pivot because she already had everything in place. Now it's just a matter of switching out the cover, if you will, and then changing the language on some of the marketing to fit the new title. Regardless, nothing is written absolutely in stone. I'll say it that way. So you can start marketing your book well before that book is complete and well before the title is even settled. But it's great if you can have the title already in place. And if you are publishing independently, that's a little bit easier to do, right? Because you're the final say on whether that title happens. But if you are promoting your book before you even get it written, 
and you find objection or resistance or feedback to the title you have used for your book, that's great information to have. You can make that adjustment before that the book actually goes to print, right? Great stuff. Great to market early. The other thing is, you know, you know that I'm a big proponent of identifying your ideal reader before you write your book. Well, you can use that information about your ideal reader to hang out where those readers are, learn about some of their issues and concerns, and their desires so that you can write your book to really truly address them. And that means you can start marketing the fact that you are writing this book that's addressing their issues when you're in those groups, when you're in those networking events, when you're in those environments that invites an opportunity for you to say that you are the upcoming author of the upcoming book, blank, whatever that is. So my advice to you is to plan your book marketing strategy before writing the book and then write the book to succeed in that strategy. Awesome. Now, let's say, what if you've already started writing a book? You, <laughs> you're not there yet, right? You've already passed that bubble. You've moved on past that level. So now what do you do? So just start planning your marketing wherever you are, right here. There's nothing to say that everything has to be, this has to be six months before. This has to be four months before. This is two months before. This is three weeks. This is on launch day. Now, granted, all there are some ideas that are great to put into place at certain times within your marketing strategy, but not everything has to be done well, well, well in advance. I would encourage you to be marketing and building up anticipation as long as you can before your book is launched. And to not expect to go from zero to bestseller in two minutes, I would encourage you to build that up as best you can. But if you haven't done that, that's okay. There's still time. So while you're writing the book, you can be working on your author platform and building your brand, right? You can start promoting you and gaining influence and start building your collateral material that aligns with your core values and your logos, your imagery, your fonts, your color schemes, your book, and the concept and the people you're going to be serving. You can also be building up or beefing up or engaging more heavily in your social media platforms. But make those only those that you really want to commit to. You know, maybe just one or two. Don't try to do everything. Don't try to be on every single social media platform there is. Or you might just burn yourself out before your book is even done, right? On um, episode nine of the Write Something Worthy podcast, we talked about marketing on Instagram. You might take a listen to that and see if there are some tips that you can not only use on Instagram, but then apply to other social media platforms as well. This is also a time, while you're writing your book, to write your author bio. Consider short and long versions of your bio to use in various places. 
you know, for example, if you're going to be a speaker or on a panel of authors at um, a book festival and you're, you only have room for a photo and a 50-word blurb, you want to have a short web bio that you can use that hits the main points of what you want to express and you can use that for promotion. Your long bio or about the author page could, you know, they can be used for both things. So you could have a long bio that could uh, be chopped up or used in full on your speaker page, for example, your speaker one sheet. And your long bio could also be on the about the author page in the back of your book. Create those things while you're writing your book. And, you know, it's great to have it while you're writing your book because when you send your book to the editing process, your editor can review that material as well as part of their edit of the entire manuscript and clean that up and make sure that it's good and ready. But if you're going to use it beforehand, just make sure it gets cleaned up and ready before it goes out. Practice during this time tooting your own horn. Right? Uh, episode five of this podcast talked about that. Tooting your own horn. Being able to promote yourself. And, you know, because quite frankly, not everybody knows how awesome you are yet. Well, they may not. You know, if this is going to be your debut uh, manuscript, your, your first book, then they might not know how awesome you are and what value you create in the world. So you're going to have to help people to understand that. You're going to have to share that with them so that they can then get in line with that and be excited about that. You're also going to want, perhaps, during the writing phase, you can start building your author website and perhaps landing pages for your book. Here, you're going to be talking about you, yes, but you're also going to be talking about the book and what you see the book uh, doing for your ideal reader at this time. And then maybe just really coming up with some key points, saleable points, things that can make an impact to intrigue your potential ideal reader so that they will be ready to start looking for your book when you're ready for them. Now, while, let's say you've written your book now and your book is now in production. So you have submitted your book to your editor or, it, yeah, hopefully you're already, you're still in the editing phase at this point. You're still going to be working on several items of your marketing strategy during this time. You may be tidying up or building a really good media kit. Here, you're going to include your speaker one sheet that you're going to be sending out to show producers to get interviews. You can use my affiliate link to a service that did my one sheet and that of probably thousands of others. Uh, go to tanyaloves.me forward slash speaker sheet. I will put that link, obviously, in the show notes. tanyaloves.me forward slash speaker sheet. And you will see what the point is there. You're trying to give a show producer or a podcast host or a blogger all the information they need about you, your book, the tips and uh, speaking points that you will provide to their audiences or readership 
so that they can see that in a, at a glance, right? They'll have all the information. They'll have your contact information. They'll have your book title. They'll have your talking points. They'll have how they can buy your book, how people can get in touch with you, all that kind of good stuff. And a little bio about you, right, that you already wrote. And that'll be on your speaker sheet. Also, during this time, you can be creating your list of interview questions that you want podcast hosts and other interviewers to ask you. This makes it easier for them to have you on their shows. Think about it. There are some content creators, some podcasters, some shows that happen daily, right? So they always, you know, create new content, new content every day. They don't have time to you know, write out 50,000 new questions that you want to have asked about your book that you didn't give them until last week to review before your interview is coming out, right? So it helps if you have questions that you can present to them to ask you. And these questions will relate to not only you and why you and what you're writing about and what your ideal reader would gain from your book, but it might have little nuggets from your book that they can point out in their interviews. And you know what's really fun is if you say, on page 45, you talk about such and such in your book. Can you tell us a little more about that and why you know it was included or why it's important for your ideal reader to understand? If you put questions like that in there, then it's focusing on a very specific part of your book that allows them to, if they've received a review copy of your book, for example, let's say that you have a, an uncorrected proof that you sent them. Your book's not totally ready yet. It's not laid out in design, but you were able to give them the content, right? In a PDF form. So you, you would be feeding the producer or the host with a page that they can go reference and say, ah, okay, this is what she's talking about. So when I ask that question on the show, it'll make sense to me. Right. Or but you you give it, you're doing the homework for them. You make it easier for them to have you on their show when they're really, really busy and they've got a lot of great things going on. You make it easier for them to have you. You make it easier by feeding them the questions that they can ask you. It's really great to be able to do that. Five, ten questions max, you know, depending on how long interviews run for that particular show. It'll give them some fodder. They're going to have their own questions, and it doesn't mean, here, you need to know that. It does not mean that they're going to ask exactly those questions in exactly that order. They may not ask any of them. They may ask a few of them. But you give them that choice by giving them those questions. It's a great thing for you to be doing to market your book before it launches. Another thing to do during this process while your book is in production is to research reviewers and influencers and bloggers that you can pitch perhaps as you uh, want to start talking about your book and building anticipation. You can also look at other promotional material that you find appealing in others and other authors that you'd like to emulate or learn from or have uh, influence your own promotional materials. Uh, start looking at what's out there already because sometimes it can really help you to decide what you want for yours. You can also be booking speaking engagements during this time if it's appropriate. If you're, if you're an author who is also a speaker or your topic lends itself to being a speaker on a stage, 
or even if you just want to have the opportunity to present your book on a panel, like I said, uh, used as an example earlier for a book festival. Sometimes they're just asking you general questions about some of the background of your book or, or why. It's not like they're asking you to do a speaking engagement per se, but they want to be able to engage with you so an audience can learn about you as an author and about your book content so that they can then go buy that. When your book is in production, it's a good time to be able to start booking speaking engagements so that you can get them lined up. Because sometimes engagements take, you know, three to six months to book in the first place, or they may be booking a year in advance. There's no point in waiting till your book is out to start promoting and seeking those speaking engagements, right? You need to start getting them lined up well before the book is even available. And then once the book becomes available, you can use it as part of your negotiating leverage for gaining a particular speaking engagement, or you can negotiate a, um, a bulk discount for the event manager who will want to buy your book for the audience, things like that. All great. And in the meantime, again, you are the author of the upcoming book, blank, right? Now, a lot this a, a lot of this information is like, oh my gosh, oh my god, I gotta write this down. Oh my, ah, it's a lot. I know that there's lots of different ideas that you can put into place. There are lots of things you can do to market your book before you even write it, or certainly before you launch it. I don't expect you to get it all in one fell swoop. Listen to it again and again if you have to. But there's also um, a a document, a booklet that I put out a while back called the Halogen Inc. Uh, Book Launch Planner. It's still available as of this recording anyway. It's still available at no cost that I cannot promise you that if you're listening to this a year from now or you're listening to it two months from now that it's still free. But if you're listening to it now, uh, perhaps it is. Go grab a copy of it. Uh, it's a little hefty, and yes, it's it's got a lot of ideas, but you could just go through and check things off. Say, I did this. Yep, that makes sense. I'm building this. Yep, that makes sense. And just check off what you want to do first, and then go back and do it and check them off. You don't have to do everything that is in that book launch planner, because it is a lot. But you can decide which of those things you do want to make happen so that you can make sure they do. So grab a copy at tanyaloves.me forward slash launch, L-A-U-N-C-H, launch. I'll have that in the show notes as well. All right, some other tips that might be helpful for you as you are working on your book. And this is before you're launching your book, right? All of these kinds of things I want you to start doing well in advance of your book being available on the marketplace. When One of those things is to market yourself to build your influence and then market your book to build your credibility. So you want to start putting you out there. You are the author. People need to know you. They need to like you. They need to want to engage with you. And then you build the anticipation of you having a book coming. 
that they can't wait for you to put out for them. Start building your own influence so that you can then market your book to build your credibility. And ask your author friends that you know, if you have some friends who have already published books, ask them for referrals for marketing services or social media boosters or PR people, um, podcast bookers, all that kind of stuff. Ask others, you know, if you, if you have friends who are on podcasts, for example, ask them how they got on the show so that you can figure out how you can do the same. Ask for referrals. Another thing to consider is maybe doing a book promo video. Absolutely not necessary, but can be a useful marketing tool. You know how video is engaging, right? So you could use um, marketing services to create a book promo. Or you, if you're good with tech, you could do a simple book promo video on Canva or something. I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Or through like mock-up shots. Uh, I'll put a link in, in the chat for that too or in the show notes. Or quite frankly, you could just do a PowerPoint video, you know, with your own voiceover. So however you do it, you could create a promo video to help. And you can have voice or no voice. It can just be words and music, whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be some big, incredibly expensive video project. It can be very simple, but still get the point across in a short video that gets to the point and, and you know, stimulates anticipation for your book. You can also be engaging with your social media groups and start making more of an impact in those groups so that people actually look to you for information that is related to your book, whether they know about your book or not. So then they start seeing you as the one that they go to for that. And they look for information from you because every time you're in the group, you give something good and they look for that. And so then eventually one day you'll be able to say, you know, I'm actually going to be, I'm actually writing a book on this topic. So if you want to know when that comes out, please, you know, either DM me or go to this link here on my pre-order form and then I'll make sure you know about it. It's very simple. You don't have to be salesy and it is just, you know, yeah, you know me as one to talk about this. This is important to me and I actually am going to be writing a book about it. So if you want to know about it, let me know. I'd be glad to share it with you. Another thing you can do to generate anticipation is, is create a landing page, a pre-order form even. You can do it, you can do a pre-order form on your own landing page or you can use your uh, e-tailers platform for that. Um, my web my email service provider, Aweber, I think I've got a link to that too. Probably. I have a link for everything that I love. Okay. So <laughs> Tanya loves dot me forward slash Aweber, I think. I'll have that in the show notes as well. But Aweber has a section for creating landing pages. It can have landing pages that have pay buttons. It can have landing pages that, you know, promote something that 
it, it's, it's fabulous. In addition to, so once somebody, all right, let's say you build a landing page as a pre-order for your book that's going to be coming out in three or six months. So you have a blurb about your book. You have your mock-up of the book cover. It may or may not end up being the final cover, mind you, okay? That's not relevant right now. You can change that when you do get the final cover. But you have a mock-up of it. You say what the benefits of the book are going to be, what the reader is going to feel and be able to do and have and be after they read your book. And then a call to action button that says, get uh, notified now, you know, or, or pre-order your book today or something like that that simply says, I'll let you know when the book is ready you'll be the first to know right off the press, you know, hot off the press, I'll send this book to you, or what have you, whatever it is. That opt-in there, when they give you their email address for you to notify them, and you'll let them know this, of course, then they can go on your email list so that you can notify them, obviously, but you also may be able to give them some nuggets of wisdom that are going to be in your book. You know, you you can feed them with some of the content ahead of time so that they get first dibs. And, you know, if you're not on the, your pre-order list, they, you can't get that. So they'll have that behind the scenes. They'll have that first dibs on your great content before your book comes out. So that's a wonderful thing for using the pre-order form. You might listen to episode 20 of the Write Something Worthy podcast where I interview with Judy O'Byrne, who is the publisher out of Canada. She had some tips in there about using, uh, you know, marketing that she has done with her authors at her publishing company. So you might listen in there. Uh, they talk about landing pages and things of that nature as well. And they've done bestseller launches for lots of big authors. So uh, Judy is a great resource for that. You can also take a listen on episode 22 of the Write Something Worthy podcast where we talk about how to plan a book launch. So, you know, remember the planning tool, uh, tanyaloves.me forward slash launch. Uh, it would be a good companion to episode 22's podcast where we talk about that. There are lots of resources available to you. I absolutely suggest that your marketing not start after you've finished your book, after you've launched your book, or it's, you know, or even designed. Once you have your book in your hand, it's too late. You've got to start marketing your book earlier. And as soon as you know you're going to write one, go ahead and just start tooting it out about that book. Start letting the world know, start building anticipation, start getting the buzz going so that by the time your book actually does launch, people are chomping at the bit to get it and they are awaiting having that copy in their hands or on their device. So build the excitement early, start planning early and, and work your plan. You know, when you spend some time at the beginning planning out your execution for it, it will make execution that much easier. So I really encourage you to start your marketing before your launch.
it's really going to help you uh, to grow your book, to grow your sales, to grow your influence, and hopefully even have a little bit of fun with your book. All right? Okay. So now, guess what time it is? It's time for our abundant author affirmation. Write it down if it resonates with you. Post it wherever you'll see it and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. As an author, I am my best marketing tool for my book. As an author, I am my best marketing tool for my book. And with that, we are complete. Remember, start marketing your book before you even start writing. It will inform your content. It'll direct your marketing efforts, build your audience, increase your influence and credibility, lead to more exposure, and boost your sales at launch time. So that's it for this week. Please take a moment to download and subscribe to our podcast so that it can reach more awesome authors like you. We want everyone to have the opportunity to write something worthy. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or email us your feedback at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com and we'll catch you next Word Worthy Wednesday.